Hi, Brad Rice here. I support Strange Grooves on Patreon.com. I'm a patron of the show, on Patreon, and I get to hear my name at the top of each episode. You could become a patron too, for as little as $3 per month. That's just the price of a cup of coffee. You can skip one coffee per month and support the show. Or you can give more. Skip one coffee and one bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, and you'll have $7 to make an even bigger impact. And let's be honest, you buy a muffin too. I know you do it because I do it. You buy a coffee and a bacon, egg, and cheese and a muffin, and you eat the muffin in the car before you get to work so no one else finds out. So for a coffee, you can support the show. Or for the price of a coffee and a bacon, egg, and cheese and a muffin, once a month, you can really help Strange Grooves grow. Go to patreon.com slash strangegrooves to become a patron today. And keep it strange. Welcome back, Strange Crew. You are tuned into another trip through life's deep cuts. We hope you enjoy the ride. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to volume 109 of the Strange Grooves podcast. I'm Cherie Slatson. I'm Kate Milberry. How is everybody doing? It's been a rough couple of months. <laughs> Facts. It is winter after But they've all. been going by real quick, I'll tell you. Thank Holy. goodness, man. In St. John on Sunday, it was that you felt a bit of spring. Yeah. Yeah. It it's was, been mild. Windows been... were open briefly. Like, it, man, it gave me hope. You know, I got I to gotta hand it to the weatherman. Thank you. Thank you so much. Weather person, I should say. Yes. You know. Environment Canada. Environment Canada. Just keeping us in the loop. <laughs> so we just wanted to jump on, say hello. We hope that you're enjoying the video series. We, yeah. We love doing them. Um, we've just been hanging out in the studio tonight, catching up, going did through. Did some filming. Yeah, um, did some filming, having some little cookies. Yes. We won't eat those on while we're recording, don't worry. Unless you're really into that. Like if you want some Chips Ahoy ASMR. Uncut. Job. Yeah, guys, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast app, um, you know, feel free to, you guys should really uh, check us out on YouTube and watch the episode as well, because you get to see some silliness as it's happening. That never, them, yeah. That yeah, you don't really see otherwise, so. Yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's been, it's been, um, it's been really fun, you know, digging in and hanging out on video with you guys. And as, uh, as you've probably seen on our social media, we do have the ability now for you to call into the show and yeah. come out and hang out with us if you want to be a guest, um, if you want to come hang out with us. We're going to be doing some events and things. Um, and really, to be honest with you, like, we're, we're just really, really grateful to have this, uh, to have the show and the outlet and the community that we've made. And, and honestly, we wouldn't be able to do it um, uh, without our patrons. So we'd really like to use this opportunity to say uh, a really big thank you to all the all the people who and all the businesses and, and just all the listeners and people who support our show. Um, and we do have a, a couple new patrons to announce. And if you're interested in getting your name Heard. said uh, on the show, uh, for as little as two bucks, you can, you can join. So mad, mad love to Brad Davis, Chuck Healy, Corey McGill, Colin Walshutes, Michael Hawkins, Matt Letson, Kaylin Capson, Mary Hicks, Glenn Hicks, James Mullinger, Brent Harris, and our newest patron, Brennan Parker, my old Yay. my old middle school drama club buddy. Thank you so much. We really, really do appreciate 
you know, every pledge, every share, every comment, every message that you send us, we really do appreciate it. And, you know, we wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, get the things that we need to keep the show going or to be able to do new things like this uh, with you guys. So we really do appreciate it. And if you would like to get involved, uh, it's as easy as going to our website, strangers.com. There's a Patreon uh, button there. Yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. Mm-hmm. It's there. Um, you can PayPal us. You can buy us a coffee. You can e-transfer us. It's, it's <laughs> pretty. No. We'll take it. <laughs> Real de- yeah, seriously. Seriously, we'll take it. Sometimes we'll take baked goods. I'll take White Claw. And it's a decent time. What can I say? Right. It's, right. you know, fun. we, we hang out. It's good. We were just listening to some lover boy to get pumped up and not that we really needed it. I just think sometimes it's nice to kind of, you guys got to get in the zone, man. shake off the, after the wigglies. A, yeah. And after a long day of sometimes full of bullshit, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shake it off. Shake I know. Off. And we were laughing earlier. Like, um, I was telling Sharice, I make notes sometimes about like the things that I think about to talk about on the show. And one of them was that um, we both love Wayne's World and we were talking about doing a a version of Wayne's World for the show, which is why I do the three, two, because it's amazing and hilarious. Yes. And um, I was thinking, you know, I love Michael Myers as an actor and I know like I've watched all most of his movies anyways. And like, he's a great actor, like anyways. And then I was wondering like, oh, what has he been up to like lately? And it totally dawned on me. I was like, wait a fucking second. He's Shrek. He's fine. He's doing great. Oh, he's doing fine world. But I'm curious. I'm going to go on his IMDb. Like what's his latest thing he's been in? Just because like he's because I want to know phenomenal. And I, I love like I love watching his movies. And I love I, re- I will probably watch Wayne Wayne's world like five, mm-hmm. 10 times a year, I'd say it's one of my favorites. He hasn't done anything super. It's his most recent. Um, but would you if you did Shrek? No, fair. Um, very true. And what? there's like six Shreks. Like I'm. Yeah. Like, it's so like you wouldn't have to do anything ever again. So Mike Miles, if you're if you're listening and you maybe want to be on our show, please send us. Some- oh, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What was he in? Be- Ray Foster. Don't know who he was. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought I thought that was really really funny. <clears throat> hmm. The things that we we think of, you know, on the show. Um, but yeah, things have, things have been good. We're, we're, you know, looking forward to some milder weather, hanging out, having some people over. I think it'll be, it'll be nice. And, you know, we've just been trying to get through the week and we'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to see what you're listening to. What's up. We've got some really exciting things coming up soon. Yeah. I also got some new records. Yeah. Why don't you show them off? All right. When all else fails, I always talk about new records I got. (laughs) So I have, first up in show and tell, uh, Richard Hell and the Voidoids, Blank Generation. He's super cool. I was looking for this one for a while, and then I saw Second Spin had it. But, um, yeah. And he's also, I've learned, I read a piece on him recently um, that came out a while ago, I think in the New Yorker, New York Times or whatever. He's just chilling in New York now. He's like a middle-aged man, and he collects classic books. He has a really nice, impressive book collection. That's sweet. Yes. Punk rock. Punk rock forever. And then I have, what's this one? Oh, Tallest Man on Earth. Sometimes the blues is just a passing bird. I've been wanting the, this one for a while. I haven't seen, is this awkward? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, show and tell, guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Tallest Man on Earth is, uh, I listened to him for a while. First discovered him, my friend Jeff Arbo introduced him to me in university. And um, I only have one of The Wild Hunt um, by him. And anyways, this one I always found when I saw it around, it was always kind of expensive. And you know, those records are just like, mm, am I gonna like, 
Yes, but do I want to spend $30 on it? You know, do I love it that much? Anyways, this was $10. So <laughs> I grabbed it. Pretty good. I was like, this is a sign. Um, oh, these are two that I got for free. Because um, someone was giving them away. Uh, sacrilege. Uh, first one's Ringo Starr. Nice. Classic. Some hits, some bops on this one. And then, and don't be, don't be mad at me, Kate. I know I, I, I did, I didn't own this beforehand, but hey, at least you do now, buddy. <laughs> Tom Petty's damn the, tor- uh, damn the torpedoes. Um, yeah, that's, it's a classic. Nothing to say here. I'm ashamed I didn't have it, but there you go. It's meant to be. I was yeah, supposed to get it for free. One. And then finally, um, the Mason Williams phonograph record. I just heard, this guy came up on my uh, Spotify Discover Weekly, and so yeah, that's sort of what I picked up lately um, on my trip to Second Spin. That's why, which, which I haven't been to in a while because like, I haven't been leaving the house much this winter, yeah. <laughs> like outside the Uptown St. John facility, uh, vicinity. I've not ventured out much. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, Let I just know what you've been get. You guys have been getting re- recently. We'd love to hear it. Yeah, we'd love to see what you guys have been getting or just re-listening to. I, I myself don't b- go out and buy a lot of new records that much anymore, and I really try to be conscious of like my my music footprint. Um, I guess, and I'm trying to be more conscious of it because I do like to collect things and whatnot. But I do think like supporting other bands and band camps and other methods as well as having Spotify and, you know, all these different mediums and subscriptions. It's important to, you know, if I'm not going to listen to a full album and yeah, yeah. like just because it's cool and I can put it on the gram, I'm not going to go out and actually like buy it. So I've been trying to be a lot more conscious of, I don't know, just like of finances and just like really the stuff that means a lot to me because I don't want to cart around shelves and shelves and shelves of records my whole life. Right. Like, I, I know it looks cool and it's great to have a, an amazing collection, but I, for, like for me, the last like couple of years, I've really tried to, you know, and like with you living downstairs, it's also nice to be able to like, oh, you can always buy something, online, but like, but... you know, I, I do try to be like a little more conscious of what I'm buying now. And I really have to like, really love it to actually like get it. And that's even if like, it doesn't mean I have to love everything about it. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, you found something on Spotify and then you were like, I'm going to grab that because you knew that you would. Oh, well, because like, I don't just find like, oh, I like this one song. I'm going to buy right. it. Yeah. But like, I'm like, oh, I like it enough and I see it. Yeah. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not one of the people that, and I'm not one of those people either that just buy, you know, buys for the sake of buying it. Yeah. Like I have to have, I have to like the artist. I have to like the majority of the songs on it. Yeah. Yeah, um, but again, fair. nothing wrong, like no hate on however, because there's so many different ways people collect records and you know what it means to them. Like there's so yeah. many assets to it. But I agree too. There's, um, you know, not all the bit music we like or bands we like have vinyl. So it's important to support them in other ways as well. And I know like musicians are the same way. Like they have to be, well, some, some don't, some are, some are more con- like conscious of like the gear that they have and, you know, what's more sustainable like whether it be like plugins for guitars or like whichever right like versus having uh 25 guitar pedals and a bunch of different guitars like there's a lot of different ways now to to kind of get what you need and I also think it's important to make sure that like you're you're getting what you want we've talked about this before and in some of the conversations I've been having with like some other people like in the industry that have been in it for 30 and 40 years and I've asked them like what are your thoughts on like music mediums right now and how it's coming out and codes and vinyl and things and you know the biggest thing that they said that you know if you're not doing vinyl it's you might as well not even and these are like people that have worked with all the best rock bands in in the world Mm -hmm. um and you know it's 
I know it, it, it's expensive and whatnot, but most people that are, are going out to the shows that are paying a $10 cover go out to, to then support the band itself and would do anything to then help the band stay on the road and, and keep going. So I think the one thing that we're missing from, from vinyl is sometimes the, the gatefold contents and, you know, some of the lyrics and, you know, yeah. it's fine if you want to give me just like a black wax, like that's totally cool. But I don't just want like a download code anymore if I'm paying 40 or $50 Dollars. for a record. Exactly. And that's like, and you know, so. and, and it goes back into the cost thing, right? Yeah. So like your favorite local touring band probably isn't going to have an elaborate um, no. setup. But then, uh, but I've picked up reissues and stuff like that from like bands that you know, and like there's not yeah. a whole lot to it. And I'm and like, and they're charging $40 for it. And I'm like, you're God fucking well, I mean, lucky I like you. And then I'm going to buy this, but... It's like, puts, you know what I mean? Because that was the whole part of, you know, people loved about it. I think a lot of the times it's kind of the And I know, know, of course, economically, it was different to produce then. And you could probably add in a lot more. It cost 25 cents. But but at the same time, I do think, um, you know, like in our generation too, like when you're going to get like CDs and stuff at Music World or Walmart or whichever it was, and you were like putting the headphones on CD plus, like any of those places that you're actually able to preview music, that was kind of like, for me, it was CDs. Like yeah. I'd go to music world and I'd go to the tower and I'd listen to CDs and I'd look through the lyric books and like, that's how I would get to know bands. But you know, it, I do find it sometimes a little bit hard, like connecting because there's so many different bands now, you know what I mean? Mm. So I do think like, it's important to have an experience and you know, the marketing person in me says that, you know, from a branding perspective, whether you're a band, a product or a business, if, if you were to leave or if you were to sell your business or whichever the case is, and even if they were to rename themselves, would would the brand still exist with the legacy? Like if Coca-Cola was sold tomorrow, mm. you know it would still look like Coca-Cola. It would yeah. taste like Coca-Cola. The experience, the Santa, the polar bear, all of it would still be there, mm-hmm. right? So the legacy of Coca-Cola would still live another 100, 200 years. And I think that that's what we got from like bands like Pink Floyd and stuff back in the day. Cause I remember when Colin Wall shoots was on and we were just looking at like rare, uh, like bootlegs he found when he was in like, uh, Asia and stuff like that. And they were like, you know, B side records that had never been put out and mm-hmm. like, they were beautiful. Right. And again, different time, but I just think, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said in, in some of the experience. Like I know when we were talking to Matt and like the postal service, like the story and how they create that record. And right. I just think like I, that goes a long way. And so like when we're doing a lot of like interviews with people or musicians or new artists, I do think that like, you know, merch, vinyl, how you do your sales, all of it really does play a part. And I, I really am most of the time now looking for an experience when I'm listening to music mm-hmm. or if I'm buying something, there really has to be something. Yeah. You know, um, even, like I'm a big Primus fan, for example, and not every one of their records is colored and cool, but they always include a big sticker. They or always try to or something, you know, so I don't mind, you know, going out and buying like reissues of things. Yeah, no, me either. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a reissue hater, but uh, but it is hard because a lot of them are expensive. And another thing that we've talked about on the show before and like we're not just like, let's talk well, about let's, vinyl presses. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's one of those episodes we're going to geek out. But I mean, like, I, I saw a post come up on my timeline the other day that it was like seven or eight years ago. And it was like a couple years into me like collecting. Mm-hmm. And I remember like going and buying like, you know, records for $2.99, $3.99, $4.99, April Wine, Trooper. Like all, like, um, like Who Meets Who, ACDC. Now, even those at like a, a used are still $8.99. 
$14.99 and all of them brand new are $29, $39. And I mean, I understand like it's the cost of fabrication. Like I, I totally get it. Distribution, shipping, totally get it. But I do think like there's a, a total change in how we were buying vinyl five, 10 years ago versus today. Oh yeah. And I think people, you know, the expos, all the different collectors, how people are producing. I I definitely think that it plays a big part today and how that's, how we're going to see that continue on or not. And I think the people that have started collecting, like we started collecting a bit, like I started started collecting a bit earlier before it was a big resurgence. Cause for instance, a lot of, I think first example that comes to mind is like my doors record. So my doors collection is, most of it's secondhand. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like actually none of it, like I got no doors reissues. I remember yeah. I got most of their, cla- their, most of their classic studio albums at, I think it was second spin. And back then they were $10 and good quality, like pure. Yeah. And like, but now like they're even a used rack, use one of those would be, you know, you're looking at 20, 25, right? Yeah, exactly. And so it just kind of, <clears throat> you know, I know Mark, the market, the market, <laughs> like yeah. all that stuff plays into it, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, but, you know, and then I also, I give mad props to folks like Corey Bonavi at like Monopolized who just, still, he's, he presses, he, he presses, he hustles, he makes it affordable. He really tries to, yeah, you know, man. like be inclusive and accessible as well. And he gives options and, you know, like little me, like little you, little me has just been pumping out records like B.A. Johnson. He's another one always oh, yes. doing colored vinyls, which, which is which at a Moncton, they're always doing really cool vinyl. Exactly. And like, it's not, and I'm sure that's, that's not cheap to do, but they no, do it because no. they feel it's important. And they know, they know their audience. So, right. you know, do I, will I wear another black t-shirt for $15? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, would I pay 30 for the vinyl and take it home and display it? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Right? No, I'd probably at this point, unless the shirt was like really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd probably, if there's the option to get the it shirt later and, and you know, most people I know what they'll do is if the band's coming through town, they'll message them weeks in advance and just yeah. say, put one, one aside for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they know if they're going to bring 10 to bring 11, cause that one's sold, you know? And right. I, I think, I think just like us, like we, we kind of know what people want and don't want. So we didn't come out with like a shit ton of like merch. I mean, if you want to, you know, want some, we'll give you some. Let us know what you, if you want merch, what would you like like us to make? We like shit like jogging pants, coffee cups, shit that we use, like these strange grooves, uncut gems, notepads. Uncut gems. Right? Like we, we like things that make sense. Like these Posters. Posters. Things that make sense. Um, you that know? just make sense. Huh. This makes sense. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think, like, it's it's just kind of about, like, listening um, to folks. And as I say that, I feel super douchey because I'm like, we're just talking at our audience. But, like, you guys can call. You can call anytime. Yeah. You can fill call in anytime and just, you know, hang out with us. It'd be super fun. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah, and if you if you know someone who would be a really cool guest too, um, let them know and send us a note. We we still love going out. Strange Grooves on the move. Uh, we love seeing collections, whether it be CDs, tapes, records, music posters, whatever yeah. it is. Um, something else uh, that we mentioned on the last episode that we will be looking into more um, is doing some you know kind of fun like workshops. So. Stay tuned for that. We've got a couple of fun things like coming up, um, like scrapbooking for like music books and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe some jean jackets for the spring, you know, just some fun things. So keep your, keep your ears tuned and, you know, be listening to the show, of course. Um, But yeah. 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 Is there anything else? Anything, anything new? I think it's cookie time. I think it's cookie time and we won't put you guys through that. I mean, the only real vinyl I want 
Yes, we need to. I want. I want to know. Is Limp Biscuit? Yes. That's it. Do they have a new album coming out? Oh, they have a new album. I, it's just not on vinyl yet. They don't okay. even have a website. Oh, what the? Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Biscuit doesn't have a website. They have like a URL, but it's it's a Spotify link. Like they don't have like merch. They don't like. I, love- <laughs> I will build it for you, Fred Durst. I'll do it for you. I love like the the like their like their prime like happened like, and then no. it was the internet and they're like eh, like Dad whatever vibes. we're done we're just they're like, like fuck it right so I think that's kind of funny. Also, Nan, I know you're probably listening. I'm sorry that I swore. I feel bad. I didn't mean to. I just like to be rock and roll sometimes. I love you, Nan. <laughs> A lot. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to swear. The got- show is clearly marked as explicit on all podcast platforms. Also. Nan, Kate, you got to come be on the show. Oh and my yes, gosh. We will come down. My Negro, my Nan, uh, she's been collecting vinyl and we got her her first couple Beatles vinyl uh, over Christmas. So we're going to have to go down and check yes. that out and see see how she, how much she's collecting. I know she got some Rod Stewart a couple of weeks ago. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah. So obviously we got to get down there and, and see her. But, you know, until next week, you guys. Keep it strange. If you've enjoyed this, then you have to hit strangegrooves.com for more amazing content. To support this podcast and music community, go to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. As always, keep it strange.